Welcome back to the Student of the Game podcast. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. Hey, hit that like and subscribe button, please. It's free of charge. All right, so now we have round two to the NFL playoffs. All right, today's matchup, our first matchup, we have the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to the home field. Tennessee Titans, the Tennessee Titans, they was the number one seed in the AFC, so they did not play last week. That was the only team in the AFC that had a first round bye. So they should be well rested. And because they had that bye, guess what? The man of steel. Mr. Derrick Henry is back, and he's going to be playing with the metal, with metal in his foot. <laughs> so, um, he already has a vicious stiff arm. So beware if he has that with that metal foot, man. You don't want him stepping on you, man. He might be like X twenty three or something, you know. But um, anyways, um, this matchup here, you know, Mike Vrabel is a very thorough coach, very thorough. You know what I'm saying? He pays attention to detail, and he's he's always prepared. He's not going to lose a game because he's not his team is not prepared. They may lose some games, but it's not due to lack of being prepared, all right? I think the Cincinnati Bengals, last week, congratulations, they defeated the Las Vegas Raiders. I picked the Raiders to win. Boy, was I wrong. Girl, was I wrong. But I feel like that game, that victory that the Bengals got, I felt like that was their Super Bowl, okay? Their first playoff win in over 31 years, and it's worthy of congratulating. It is, all right? Let me tell you something, though. Check this out. They could have, the reason why they hadn't had any playoff victories, they passed two playoff appearances because they lost to my Houston Texans. So you are very welcome. You're very welcome, Bengals. But anyways, um, but they're like, they're coming off an emotional high, you know what I'm saying, after finally getting that curse off their back. I don't think they're going to have enough energy in them. To, to be ready for what the Tennessee Titans are going to be bringing to the table. I really don't. I really don't. I could be wrong, but I could be right, okay? I think I'm right, but if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, okay? You can call me out on it, whatever. But um, I think Joe Burrow, he's going to do his thing. Jamar Chase is going to do his thing. You know, they're going to do their thing, but I don't think they're ready for what the Tennessee Titans is about to bring. I really don't. And by them being um, on the road in Tennessee, that's going to be play a big part in it also. But um, I'm rolling with the Tennessee Titans to win this game. I, I'm trusting Ryan Tannehill, um, Coach Mike Vrabel, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. I'm trusting they're going to get the job done. I'm looking for the Tennessee Titans to win this game. <laughs> Let's see. Let's roll with a score of 24 to 10. 24 to 10. All right. Next matchup. <coughs> Excuse me. We have another number one seed in the NFC, the Green Bay Packers versus the San Francisco 49ers. Man, didn't I call that? Didn't I tell y'all the Niners was going to beat the Cowboys? And I'm not a Cowboy hater. I'm going to tell you something. Had the Cowboys won that game, I feel like the Cowboys could have taken on anybody in the NFC and made it to the Super Bowl, including the Buccaneers and the Packers. But it's a, it was a, I saw some key mismatches in that game, like Debo Samuel. He's not your typical, prototypical wide receiver because this guy here, he can line up in the backfield. He can line up in the slot, tight end, whatever, you know. So if you're Diggs, that's that's different than what he's normally used to covering because if they hand him the ball in the backfield, you got to gear up on him like he's a running back, you know. And that's what Debo Samuel did. He did the thing, man. What you got on my 40, homie? That's what he did, you know. But they're going against the Green Bay Packers. This is going to be a totally different team. But I will tell you, man, Green um, – Aaron Rodgers, the bad man that he is, he's been having some serious problems against the 49ers in the playoffs. He is 0-3 against the 49ers in the playoffs, okay? And for some reason, the thing about it is with the Niners, even when they had Jim Harbaugh and even with Kyle Shanahan, they are able to get pressure up on Aaron Rodgers with their front four. 
Bosa is going to be playing. They listen. They get pressure back there. They was able to get to to Dak Prescott, and Dak Prescott is more mobile than um a Aaron Rodgers. Okay, they got some got a solid secondary, good linebackers. This Niner defense is legit, people. I'm telling you. Um, I think they could present some problems to Green Bay, and if the Niners win this game, I would not be surprised. Okay, I will not be surprised. So for some reason, they have a reason. They have a way of making Aaron Rodgers just not play his best football. Okay, and that's because they can get to him. Also, the Packers, they don't do a good job stopping the run. What do the 49ers specialize in? It's not passing. It's running the football. If they're able to continue to get the, the yardage that they get from their running backs, and I don't know what they're going to do with Debo Samuel, and then you got to worry about George Kittle. Oh, man, it's going to be a problem up there in Lambeau. It's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. Now, you still got to deal with that bad man himself, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and them and Randall Cobb and them boys, but, and, um, and Jones, you know, but still, man, I'm, I'm looking at the 49ers to win this game. Seriously. I'm looking, I don't care if it's in green Bay. I do not, I do not care. Let me tell you something though. Niners fans travel. They travel. You saw they were deep up there in Dallas. They travel. I saw more red jerseys than blue and silver jerseys. And I could have sworn I saw a few Dallas Cowboy fans take off their Cowboy jersey and then flip on a Niners jersey. For real. For real. Go Google it. You'll find it. But um, I have the San Francisco 49ers winning this game here. I'm going to roll with a score of... I'm going to roll with a score of 27 to 20. All right. I got the Niners winning this game. Jimmy Garoppolo can't screw it up. All right. Can't screw it up now. If the if the Packers put the Niners in a situation where the Niners got to play from behind, then it's over. Okay, but I got the Niners winning this game. I trust Kyle Shanahan in his run game. Okay, <coughs> excuse me. All right, the next matchup we have the Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Man, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good game. You know, you got Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, man, he's came, he's come a long way, man. The Patrick Mahomes at the beginning of the season is not the same Patrick Mahomes at the end of the season, okay? The second half of the season, dude has been playing phenomenally well, okay? That game is going to be Sunday night. Um, this is a tough one, man. If you're the Buffalo Bills, last year you remember the pain and the agony that you went through when you lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. That means something, but it doesn't mean everything. It doesn't. Okay. The Buffalo Bills, like, they spanked the crap out of the New England Patriots. Big time rival. Blew them out. Okay. Listen, it's not going to be any blowing out the Kansas City Chiefs. You can score a lot of points on them, but they're going to score points too. You know, they can, they're going to punch back. Like, you hit them with a jab, they're going to come with an uppercut. You hit them with an uppercut, they're going to come with a hook that can KO you for real. All right. So you got to be careful how you play this if you're the Buffalo Bills. Um, so their, their defensive backs is going to have their work cut out for them. All right, Patrick Mahomes is going to make them work. This is different than going up against Bill Belichick and Michael McCorkle-Jones, okay? Michael McCorkle-Jones is not Patrick Mahomes. You know, if if this was the Patrick Mahomes that was in the first half of the season, I'm rolling with Buffalo. But because Patrick Mahomes is more focused, in which I believe he is more focused because now I believe him and his wife finally have their schedule down packed as far as the sleeping schedule and the feeding schedule for their baby. You know what I'm saying? When you have that first kid, it, you struggle You struggle with that. You know, and that affects your sleep, affects how much time you're studying game field. So I think the Kansas City Chiefs, man, I got them winning this game 37. Let me see. What did they score 37? Yeah, I'm going to roll with a score of 37 to 27. All right? I think the Bills going to put up points, but just not enough, man. 
not enough. Not enough. Um, Josh Allen has played a has had a good has pretty has a pretty good year. I thought he played better last year, but I'm gonna roll with the Kansas City Chiefs, man. Those Kansas City Chiefs, man. Andy Reid, oh man, the dude is phenomenal. Coach Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. What you gonna do with that? The Patriots didn't have as much offensive power like that. And there were times when Michael McCorkle Jones was moving the ball well, okay? But he just didn't have the firepower and doesn't have the gunslinger in him to overcome what the Bills were bringing to the table. And then he was also in Buffalo. And then also, that's a division rival game. And for the Bills, that was a big, that was a massive statement game. Like, they beat the Patriots down to the Pope, for real. Because it's like, they take that personal because they're division opponents. And I'm pretty sure they're going to take this matchup against the Chiefs personal. But... I, I, I really believe that them blowing out the Patriots the way they did, they did more than beat them. They beat the crap out of them. I think by them beating the Patriots down that way, that right there, I'm not going to say it was their Super Bowl, but I think if they lost to the Chiefs, they still going to feel great about entering the offseason because we blew out the Patriots, Bill Belichick, okay, in the playoffs on them two games out of three. No COVID and stuff like that. You know, had they had their crowds in New England, we had our crowd and stuff, all right? And they probably believed that they could have beaten them a third time had um, the weather not has been as bad as it was in their first matchup. I'm rolling with the Kansas City Chiefs, people. It's the reason why they were the number two seed. I'm rolling, like I say, rolling with the score 37-27. Don't be surprised if the Buffalo Bills get out to a good lead, but listen, that's what the that's the worst thing you can do. Get up, get up to a big lead on Patrick Mahomes, because guess what? Oh, that's when you're going to just be like, oh, it's time to get it on, baby. Boom, 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 boom. All right. So I'm rolling with the Chiefs on that 37-27. All right. And on our final matchup, <clears throat> I need some water. We have the Los Angeles Rams <clears throat> versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is going to be a good one. I'm going to tell you why it's going to be a good one. Of course, it's going to be a good one, but let me tell you why it's going to be even a better one. Okay, so... Um, when they played earlier this year, Deshaun Jackson caught a 75-yard bomb from Matthew Stafford, and you can see head coach Sean McVay running around the sideline or whatever and stuff. Now, I can see if Sean McVay does that every time his team scores or do a big play like that, but he did that because he was going up against Buccaneers and probably it was Tampa Bay. And if you Tampa Bay, oh, you want to run on the side like that. Okay, gotcha. There's no doubt in my mind that they, that they have forgotten that. They have not forgotten that, especially Brady. Brady will smile in your face like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. But at the end of the game, if they win, they're going to be like, yeah, we got them chumps back for that. You know what I'm saying? But um, the Buccaneers, they got a lot of injuries on that offensive line. <clears throat> um, I don't know how they're going to overcome that. Um, I'm pretty sure they'll figure the way out just because I don't know how they're going to overcome it. doesn't mean that they're not going to overcome it. I'm not Bruce Arians or Todd Bowles. Um, it's going to be a tough matchup, though. Jalen Ramsey going to be on Mike Evans. Man, that's going to be a real good matchup. But Brady, you got injuries to two members to your offensive line. You got to deal with Aaron Donald coming up through the middle. You got to deal with Von Miller coming on the other side. They have history. He has history with both players. They know how to get to the quarterback and apply pressure on you. I'm assuming, you know, hey, Gronk and O.J. Howard and Cameron Brake, tight ends, they're going to play a huge factor in this game. Okay, because you have to guard those guys. 
So maybe they're going to catch on Von Miller out in coverage or something like that. But you still have to hold, be accountable for those guys. On the other side, you got Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham Jr., who's looking phenomenal. Six touchdowns so far when, what, five games with the Rams? That's real good. It's a whole lot better than how he did with Cleveland. <clears throat> Man, this is going to be an interesting one. Um, Sean McVay is supposed to be an offensive guru. He's supposed to have a quarterback who's a lot better than Jared Goff. So, to me, anything Super Bowl or less is a bust for him. He's an offensive guru. You traded all them picks to get Matthew Stafford. Let's see what it do. So, I tell you what. As much as I don't like going against against Tom Brady, betting against him, I'm going to roll with the Los Angeles Rams to win this game. Got the Rams winning this game. Let's roll with a score of... <clears throat> Let's roll with a score of 26, 26 to 20, okay? It's going to be a close game, 26 to 20, Los Angeles Rams, all right? So, let's go and do a recap on the picks that we did today. All right, so matchup number one, we got the Titans versus the Bengals. Got the Titans winning that one. Next matchup, we have the Niners versus the Packers. I got the San Francisco 49ers winning that one. Next matchup, we have the Bills versus the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs winning that one. And our final matchup, we have the Rams versus the Buccaneers. Now, the Rams versus the Buccaneers comes on first tomorrow, all right? And then the Chiefs and the Bills play next, all right? So that's my thoughts. Those are my picks for the NFL playoffs round two. Share your thoughts in the comment section below and let me know who do you believe are going to win today's and tomorrow's matchups, all right? And tell me your reasons why. I don't mind if you disagree. It's all good. Share your thoughts in the comment section below. Hit that like and subscribe button. Thank you all for tuning in. Student of the Game podcast. Peace.